Hello and welcome to Sumo Manichi. My name's Dave. I'm here with Amy and we are here to bring you all the action from the final day of the Aki Basho in Tokyo, where it is a very mild 20 degrees Celsius. If you work with that F stuff, it's 68. I can never do that conversion in my own mind. No, no, I've got no it's idea. Very, That's why you always leave a gap for me to say something. I'm just like... I. I don't know the conversion. No, so me neither. I can't say it. I was hoping you would. <laughs> uh, 70% humidity. And as we've established a, a long time before right now, we don't know what that means. No. But it feels uncomfortable. But what a big day of sumo. It was huge. It's day 15 of the Akibasho. It comes down to, that, to today. It is not decided. Uh, it is down to Teranofuji v Miyogiri in the Makuchi Yusho. Uh, the others have been decided, so we know that Jurio went to Arby. Well, you knew that. Yeah, I did. Know I that. didn't know that. Oh, when we did our Jurio yeah. live stream, yeah. you did set me up for a bit of a. Oh, tell me about the Jurio race today, and I was like, Oh, Arby's won it already. Well, like <laughs> I know, I know a lot of people got in my DMs and they said you're an idiot, but <laughs> the thing is, that's the attitude I bring to sumo. You love the story. I love the story. Yep. I come in fresh. Yep, yep, yep. Now, are there things I should know? Yes. Like that Abby's won the Yusho already. <laughs> just, I just take it one day at a time. It's fine. You, you actually my, very much do. I'm doing my own style of sumo. That's your approach to life. Yeah. <laughs> well, who can blame us? We're in our 239th day of lockdown here in Melbourne. We don't want to bring our uh, downside yes, we on anyone, do. but feel for us because we're stuck in our house and sumo's about to finish, so... Yeah, so, I, <laughs> so I, I think it was last week uh, the stat came out that Melbourne became the, city, the longest lockdown city in the world. Mm. Coincidentally, that was the day that I decided we should start making our own martinis. Yes. And every day since then we have made our own martinis and some days we've made two. And what we've learned <laughs> is <laughs> you shouldn't drink two martinis in a row because they're very strong. Yes. But we've been having one clean and one dirty where you add the, uh, the olive, olive juice. Yeah, the brine from the olive olives. Brine. Yeah, That's really nice. So today's episode is brought to you by Martinis. And we should say that we are very much officially on board with health advice of our uh, state government and we think it's the right thing. It's just been a long time. <laughs> 239 <laughs> days is a long time. And thank you, Sumo. Thank you, For Sumo. getting us through these tough Could times. Could we have another Basho straight away? Yeah, well. my big question. I don't think that's a rhetorical question. No, it's not can rhetorical we, at all. Can we please? Can we? Someone. Right. Make that happen. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Let's move into Jurio. So we called Jurio Live today on Twitch. So if you haven't been on board with that, please uh, search for Sumo Mainichi on Twitch. Uh, Mainichi means every day. It's M-A-I. N-I-C-H-I, and you can follow us so you'll get an alert. We do it every Sunday. And so what it means is that when we live commentate it, it's very hard to talk about it afterwards, but we're going to do our best for David. Well, and can I say a big thank you to the yeah. friends who have been hanging out with us. And that's what it feels like when we yep. do this live commentary. Yep. We're hanging out with our best sumo friends. Yep. And I want to live like that my whole life. I know. We only want to do live duo yeah, commentary from now it's on. it's so, so good. And we're chilling. We're talking shit. We don't get everything right. It's fine. We get half right. You guys in the chat do, and that's what matters. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jurio, today there are a number of, of matches where 
people came in on seven and seven, Nana Shaw, Nana High. It's very important to get that win on the final day. So Oho, he was one of those. He came in at seven and seven, but he lost to Daishoho. Daishoho has had such a great basho. That's Makakoshi, though, for Oho at uh, Jurio 6. Daishoho finishes at 11 and 4. It's not a disaster for Oho. No, and the fact they put him up against Daishoho, who was at ten and four coming into this, it says a lot. Absolutely, it's they believe. Yeah, it's a good sign for Oho, and we will see him in the future doing very well, no doubt. Midori Fuji was another, coming in at seven and seven. Did some sketchy sumo. There was talk of a henker against <laughs> Bushosan, <laughs> but Midori Fuji with that win. Bushosan, I should say, has already got his kachikoshi. Otherwise, I would be very salty about this. But Midori Fuji was able to pick up his kachikoshi as well. Both of those guys finishing at eight and seven. And Kaisho today. Another guy was being quite invested in uh, one today against Azumaru for his Kachikoshi, which was great news. And Wakamoto Haru as well beat Hakuyozan, no surprise there perhaps, for his Kachikoshi. Both Wakamoto Haru and Kaisho, very worthy recipients. Absolutely. Kachikoshi today. I'll, I was particularly happy to see Wakamoto Haru yeah. get his Kachikoshi. He has just been so consistent and so worthy. Whether or not he moves up to Makuchi for me, it's irrelevant. He's doing solid sumo right now. Just do what you do, boy. Doesn't matter where you are. He, he will. will. He'll come. He will. We'll see the he double, will. double, double brother. I don't want to put that pressure on him. I want it though. <laughs> <laughs> so dropping out of Jurio, there aren't many uh, spots available because both uh, Jurio 14 uh, people did really well, Dai Shoho and Churino Umi. Great news. Yep, Churino Umi won today. And I think he finished at nine and six. So dropping out will be Takakento at Juro 13, three and 12. Asashi, yeah, the poor I mean, guy. Let's take a moment to appreciate the beauty of this man. Yep. He, he'll be back. Yep. But boy, every day was painful. If he does, if he comes back and does well, he will be definitely getting a Sumo Manichi special prize <laughs> from us. But unfortunately, he went one and 14, couldn't quite get it together. Dropped out at Jurio 13. Kyokushuho, I think at Jurio 12, going oh, that, six and nine. That's a line ball. It's very close. It's very close. I thought that Enho and Hokuseiho would be dropping out, but I've heard that they're going to be getting a rank freeze. Well, you heard it from me. And and other people in the, in the yeah, chat. Yeah, and I got it from other people in yep. the chat today. So, I mean, what more do you need? Please, 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 please. Coming up to Jurio from Makushita, it looks like it will be uh, Terasawa which is great news at Makushita 1. He went 5 and 1. Hiradumi, 5 and 1, that's not enough. I think he went 6 and 1. <laughs> he might have lost it. I'm not sure. No, he won today. He I won think today. 6 great. and 1, yeah. 6 and 1. 5 and 2, Hiradumi at um, Makushita 2 and Kotokuzan at 4 and 3. So probably those three guys. So, I mean, it's time probably to ask the question, do, do any of these rikishi need to change their name? Uh, well, Hiradumi, I find that hard to say. Me too. That, <laughs> I just judge that's it by the how one. hard I find it. Well, no, I think, you, I think you're judging it on another level. I think Terasawa, big tick. Yeah. Great name. Kotokuzan, I can work with it. Yep. Why is Hiradumi so much harder than Hir Hi Hiradumi? Well, because your heart is only so big. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just feel like they could workshop that, keep the Umi. Mm. 
keep the he and just like work with that middle. I reckon get rid there. of the he. Okay. Right. I reckon just Back. keep the doomy. No, the umi. The doomy. <laughs> no, the doomy is the hard part. Steve doomy. <laughs> we love all That'd your be names, good. Yep. but some of them are hard to say for us <laughs> dumb <laughs> Australians. Up into Makuchi, Aqua. At eight and seven. He lost today, but at Jurio One, looks like he will be popping back up. How it do you looks feel about like, that? well, it looks like it. Uh, I mean, this is a, like, I think history will look back at his basho and ask a lot of questions. He's got what, eight wins. It was experimental. It was experimental. <laughs> and, and maybe that's an amazing thing. Like if, if you need to work out what you're about, yeah. do it in Jurio. The Kakanaga thing. I mean, you, you can't no. discount that. No. It was really amazing. And one bout he tried four times for it and he pulled it off. He tried it over and over again. It was obviously something that was happening in his sumo. And honestly, for me to be giving that insight into somebody's sumo journey yeah to see that as something which he's obviously either been i don't know taught or whether he's found that he has a um propensity for uh, look you you're exactly right it's experimental sumo it's hugely exciting who is you know you can't say that he won't turn up and just go, here's another Kimarate that I found online. Yeah, exactly. And I'm going to make it hot. Exactly. Exactly. And hasn't had a car crash, this Basho. Yeah. So, so yep. much potential. He did go out hard and I thought he would do better than 8-7, but, you know, that's where he finished off. So, Aqua back in Makuchi. Sadna Umi, this is exciting for me. At Jurio 3, 10-5, uh, I, I reckon he's going to be back. Yeah, you would think so. I mean, we haven't done the maths yet, but this looks very, very positive. And he's looked so good in Jurio. He deserves to be in Makuchi. Yeah. No doubt about it. Everyone Love wants him in Makuchi. Absolutely. And he's he's a quality ricochet still despite his age. Totally agree. The third is Abi. So he won today. He went 13-2. He beat Nishiki Fuji, who was the guy who was rivaling him for the Yusho. So that was quite dominant. He did it with his um, typical thrusts and pushes. Um, at Jurio 5, it's almost set that he will uh, it's set. come up. It's done. Yep. It's done. Uh, Tim Sumo, and, and I love this, he put on Twitter that he thinks that Abi could go as high as uh, Maegashira 10. 10? 10. Wow. And look, you know, I, I, I'm a very, I'm very awkward with sumo DB queries, but I checked. It's probably not likely. (laughs) (laughs) And we've come to a, we've come to a place of acceptance with that. But, you know, if anyone wants to get involved with overpromotion, hit me up on Twitter. It's us. It's us. We love to overpromote. Actually, it's not us. It's you. You love an overpromotion from Jurio. That's true. It's me. Yeah. You're the voice of reason. I try to be. I'm a dreamer. Yeah, very much so. Well, there are <laughs> spots available in Makuchi because Tokashori, Ichi Yamamoto and Chiona Or are definitely uh, going to drop down. We I, have sorry, to see I don't want to hear that. Of, I, don't I don't want to hear it. Say it. I'm sorry for saying Ichi it. Ichi Yamamoto. There are a couple of others, yep. but we need to wait for the results from okay. today. Damn. Now, the other thing we want to talk about are our Jurio Awards. There are no official Jurio Awards. Last uh, Basho, we gave some out. Hang on. There are official Jurio Awards. Oh, sorry. They're the official Sumo Mainichi yeah. Jurio Awards. Thank you. 
All right. Well, we've got – so I have to say yeah. that last – Basho, we gave out the sakeonline.com.au Champion of Tomorrow Award. But today we're just giving away the Champion of Tomorrow Award because well, and I'm not sure this is Sake Online's problem. Well, okay, so sakeonline.com.au is our official... <laughs> We've never had an official sponsor. <laughs> no, well, I'll and say we never... th- they're our official sake supplier. <laughs> we do order sake from we... <laughs> them. They <laughs> that... don't give us any discount or no, anything. That, actually, they We don't. would love it. Uh, yeah, so, so we order our sake from them. Yes. So in preparation for this basho on September 7, I put in an order for a box of sake, a few big bottles, a couple little playful little 125 mil ones yep. just to see what's going on. And it left sake online, uh, on the 7th, hit Australia post on the 8th and it's still sitting there. Okay. So actually... We've done Sake Online a disservice by taking them out of this award name. It actually should be the non-Australia Post <laughs> Champion of Tomorrow Award. Yeah, look, sakeonline.com.au, I have to say, I called them up and I said, what's going on? Uh, and the customer service was first class. Okay. They great. said, it's Australia Post. All right. Fault. We're still going to call this award then, the sakeonline.com.au. Yeah, Champion of tomorrow. It doesn't really matter because a lot of our listeners are not in Australia, but if you are, please hit them up. But don't hit Australia Post up because they're going bad times. Anyway, the champion of tomorrow, this time we've given it to Nishiki Fuji, uh, 10-5 at Jurio 9. An obvious choice here, you would say. Uh, Nishiki Fuji, he is a fan favourite. Yep. If you follow Jurio you feel Nishiki Fuji, uh, 10-5, an amazing effort from Jury 9 But every one of those five losses, he was there for. Yeah. Yep. So congr- congratulations. We'll send you a, I think it's a voucher we send out, isn't it? Yeah, just for um, Sumo Manichi good times. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I think it's an Australian post voucher. We send you 20 stamps. At 45 cents each. <laughs> With echidnas on them. <laughs> so our second award, Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me Award. So this is for the experienced Rikishi who doesn't let age deter them, either with or without Makuchi experience. And today we gave this to Nishikiki. Well, he was he was the quiet achiever this basho, wasn't he? Yep. I know every day we looked at the, well, we watched the bouts, we looked at the results and we're like, how is he insert number here? Yeah. And he finished today with 10 and five. Jurio 10, I thought he was on his way out. Yep. But. It was a little bit sad today because I think his daughter might've been in the audience with a sign. Mm. She'd been uh, dressed up by her her mum and her grandmother in a. um, (laughs) Look. Uh, a kimono. It? Kimono, yeah. yeah. But And she was holding up a sign and then I think he lost. I'm totally guessing <laughs> that it was his daughter, but they did show her a lot on the cover. Well, let's look at the facts. A small girl holding up a Nishikigi, Nishikigi sign <laughs> with a, an older woman yep. and a much older woman. Yep. I mean, do the maths. Yeah. It's got to be it. And I didn't know a lot about Nishikigi's family situation, but if that's it, then he's set. It's lovely. He unfortunately didn't win and he didn't win in quite a yeah. unfortunate yeah. fashion. He got kind of escorted out from behind, but we're still giving him the award. And we were watching the Abema coverage and I've got to say the vision switching was perfect. 
after Nishikigi lost, they went straight up to the daughter. Three generations of Nishikigi, Nishikigi women. Family. Yep. Family. And that young girl looked completely devastated. Well, I wonder if as a mum you should be like, oh, you won. Like how oh, much does the daughter understand whether he's won or not? You should just mm. be like, oh, no, he's won. It's cool. And she's like, oh, hold the banner well, up. Well, I mean, that's a great question. I mean, at what age do you introduce the idea that your dad's at best a middle Well, at what age do you lie to your kids? Yeah, well. <laughs> we don't have kids, so we can't really... Um, guess that, but I mean, I there's one thing it's about six. It's, <laughs> it's one thing to say that Santa is real. Yeah. I mean, a kid could go, yeah, I mean, it's conceivable that a guy in a sleigh could get around to every household in the world, mm. but could you believe that Nishikigi is a good Makuchi Rikishi? Uh, yes, it's hard could. to believe, hard to believe, <laughs> but love uh, the handcrafted sign was beautiful. Yep. It was lovely, yep. lovely kimono, a beautiful moment. And if Nishikiki could see that far, he would have really appreciated that support. Yeah, absolutely. We think that he got a win today from his family. <laughs> Shohozan, <laughs> we couldn't give up on Shohozan. We were really keen for him to get an award as well, because we think he's done so well. We gave him an if win, don't let the sun go down on me award. And yeah. spoiler alert, I'm just going to say yeah, it. Good. It's further up in Makuchi. He wins. Yeah. And so we have a bit of a problem with the if win awards, mm. but let's let it into our heart right now. Yeah. Because he finishes this bash on 10 and 5. He's at Jurio 4. The question of whether or not he gets up to Makuchi, who cares? He has fought so well. Yeah. I've crapped on for a, a few days this basho saying how much I've enjoyed his sumo. Completely deserves that D-L-S-G-D-O-M award. <laughs> yeah, he's a Jurio 4. Can he go up with that win? Maybe. Maybe. We will see. I hope so. I would love to see him back in, Makuchi, but you don't really want him to no, be. I would... I, I think he, he should be in Jurio, mm. just causing a bit of trouble. Yep. Yep. But enjoying his sumo. Yep. Just doing a few interviews where he's like, oh. hey, and then fighting a few bouts where he's like, chop, <laughs> you're out. <laughs> Aqua got our final Jurio uh, award and it's called the One Cup, One Technique Award. No surprise here. It's for the Kakanage, the commitment, I should say, to the Kakanage. Yeah. I mean, we've spoken about it on every podcast, on the Jurio live calls, his commitment to this move. And as you said, experimental sumo. I'd love to see more Rikishi picking up this idea of like looking at the 82, mm -hmm. uh, Kimarate, is it 82, 84, somewhere around know. there going, what are the Kimarate that have been forgotten by time? Yep. And, and trying going, to do them. Trying to do them. Absolutely. And not only that, we should give him as a prize, one of those trophies with the bronze or the fake plastic bronze, but just the thigh going up. Oh, yeah. I love it. Hooked around another leg. Yeah. So think about what Kimarite looks best on a trophy and then well, look, like I, really out of context, yeah, like just two I, legs hooking I know, around each other. I know other. what you mean. And, and I mean, that's a very confronting visual, but I don't want, I don't want this to be driven by what looks good in a trophy. No, I do though. I know you do, but I think we should, let's take a broader view and go, let's look at the Kimarate that happened in the 1970s, 
that look good on a trophy? Well, just that what might excite kids and get them interested in sumo. Yeah, it's a really good point. Yeah. So if you want the one cup, one technique prize, you've got to go back in the um, annals of uh, Kimarite and search one out. Well, if you can work out how to do that on Sumo DB, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Aqua. Well done, Nishikiki Shohozan and Nishiki Fuji. You have received the uh, September Akibasho Jurio Sumo Mainichi Awards. And we've put those in the post via Australia Post, so you should get them very, very soon. Probably in about <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> Well, let's move on to Makuchi. We still have to see what happens in the top division of today. And actually, it's Jurio Visitor. We're not done with Jurio yet. Diamami coming into this bout on 7 and 7 against Magashira 14 Kaisei. It's actually a huge bout, very important for both Rikishi. They locked up. Kaisei had the right hand in, not quite on the belt though. They slapped each other away and circled around, locking up again. Kaisei grabbed the right hand on the belt again. Diamami had the same, but it was Kaisei who used the legs to power Diamami out. That's Makakoshi for Diamami, and it doesn't look like he will be making a return to Makuchi. Uh, unfortunately, no. But I think the question here is Kaisei, Maegashira 14, with that win, is 6 and 9 enough to save him? I think it is. I think here it would have been a swap of positions, yeah. not necessarily Diamami for Kaisei, but I think Kaisei would have dropped if he lost and a Jurio uh, guy would have come up if he didn't. He did win, though. I wonder if he cemented his spot. I think he might have. Kaisei, at the crossroads in his career, you would have to say, he'll finish on 6 and 9 and die mummy. Jurio 2, 7 and 8, mm. still knocking on the door. The next bout of the day was Jurio 4, Shohozan up against Maegashira 13, Tsurugisho. We've said the result. We've called it. He got an We've award. We've called it. Look, like I think the interesting thing about this bout was that uh, at the start, they went. The shin pun on the side pulled up this mata. Yeah, so you don't. It's not often you see a mata called by the shin pun. No, Usually, it's the Gyoji who rarely. who calls it. But they went for quite a while before the shin pun was like, "Um, guys, yeah. <laughs> you might have wanted to call that one." I mean, it seemed obvious to me that that's the right call, uh, and I'm sure the Gyoji there will be harshly penalised. A little bit embarrassed. Look, when they got going, uh, it was very, very tight. Uh, Shahorzan was on the belt and cleverly against Tsurugisho, gave up the looser outer Mawashi grip to get on that solid, I'll call it the structural part of the Mawashi. Mm -hmm. uh, that's very, very tight. He uh, drove Tsurugisho back to the bales. Tsurugisho, though, he put up an incredible fight here. Uh, uh, he even managed to twist Shohozan back onto the doyo. He just wouldn't give up here, but eventually Shohozan uh, prevailed, got his hands on the belt, and it was a Watsunage win. And a Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me award from the Sumo Manichi Jurio Awards. I think he proved today, Shohozan, that he still has the vibe of sumo yeah. in his veins. I was questioning this. I wondered, I've been a firm advocate for the retirement smile for Shohozan. I wonder whether he shouldn't join all his mates. Yeah. And yep. just have a good time. But I think he's still got it. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And I think seeing his performance today cements that for me. He's still enjoying his sumo. 10-5 at Cheerio 4. He's yep. no slouch. Yep. 
We might see him in Makuchi. We might see him in Makuchi. <laughs> Who knows? Tsurugisho will finish on uh, 5 and 10 at Maegashira 13, almost certainly sliding out of the top division. Next up was Chiatari up against Yutakiyama. Yutakiyama with big windmill arm energy <laughs> slamming into Chiatari. Chiatari not quite finding the same push placement. This was a very important bout for both of them, both coming in on seven and seven. Nanashon on a high. Chiatari, though, he let Yutakiyama onto the belt with a left hand and he rolled Chiatari down with that move. Yeah. You're exactly right. Uh, the, the, the moment it became about the belt, Yutakiyama had the advantage mm. and he absolutely did it when that time came. Great news for Yutakiyama. Great news for you. Yeah, I was really You're happy. You're a big fan. He's at Maegashira 14, probably not in danger of dropping out of the top division, but an 8-7 is an important thing for him. Interestingly, Chiyotaru, he looked gutted Yeah. after this one. And it's not like I think of him as a passionate rikishi in terms of he's not an emotional person. Yeah. But I saw it on his face today. He was bummed out about yeah, this. Yeah, it's important to realise that every movement for every guy has yeah. feelings for them. I mean, they're not just doing it for fun. You know, they're competitive uh, sports competitors. Yeah, they are. <laughs> and, uh, they are. And... Chiatari was super disappointed. It wasn't something that we saw often on his face. We don't see, as you said, a lot of emotion. And, and look, it kind of made us feel bad for being so happy for Yutakiyama's victory. I know, victory. I know. Because absolutely, I have a whole lot of respect for Chiatari. I love what he does. He's very exciting. But today he came up against someone who I'm a little bit more interested in. Mm-hmm. It's a long road for Yutakiyama. It is actually. Yeah. It is for both of these yeah. guys now. So Chiatari at Magashira 10 going seven and eight. He'll drop down a little bit. That's okay for him. He's used to being in the middle. Well, they'll end up at about the same rank, if they not one or two will, away actually. from each other. Yutakiyama, it's very important for him to get his kachikoshi here now. It's very important <laughs> for you, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next bout. Aoyama and Kotoweko. Probably the most important bout of the day well, for us. Both coming into this one on seven and seven. The MP3 hangs in the balance. Also, Kachikoshi. Aoyama had a great opening. He was thrusting high, looking balanced. And that's where Aoyama looks very dangerous. But Kotoweko counterattacked. He was effective here. He hit high. He forced Aoyama to give ground, took him over the bales. Oshidashi win. Kachikoshi! Goodness, we hear the song again. Kotoeko Kachikoshi. He pulled it off, got Aoyama out. Oshidashi, very strong. I don't know if it even was very strong, Sumo from Kotoeko. I don't care. Well, he got the win. It was strong enough. <laughs> yeah. And Kotoeko, you're probably not listening to this, but just know that there are two people in the south of Australia who are in the most locked down city in the world that give a shit about you winning yeah, today. We absolutely do. And we were reminded of how good the whole song was. So we're going to put yeah. that up up on Twitter for everyone to have a listen because we only played the chorus, but 
The whole song, it's a banger. Yeah, it is. I mean, it has a lot going on. We should say it was made by a fan of Cotto Echoes. Is that yeah. right? You found yeah. it. You unearthed it in one of your deep dives into yeah. sumo karaoke. It was on the on the dark web only. Uh, I found it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's most of it's been redacted officially, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we can share it with you. And it's from someone from his area. Yeah, so where he grew up. Yeah. Um, just I'm loving like, him. They love him. They're and they, they're like Kodoeko Yokozuna. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean a bit far. We've sp- <laughs> we've spoken about that. I mean, maybe Sanyaku would have been the better lyric there, but uh a beautiful sentiment and Kodoeko, it's great to hear that song again. Maigashira eleven, eight seven, Kachikoshi for him, the bad news. Aoyama. Yep. Makakoshi. Yep. Maigashira nine. Aoyama to me continues to be a bit of a puzzle. Yep. When he's on, he's on. Uh, I didn't think he was going to win today, though. No, he he didn't look great this time. I mean, he, sometimes he pushes, sometimes he pulls. <laughs> it's really a combination of how much he does one or the other and that leads to his score and but I don't I, know. I'm I just think, happy for Kodoeko. <laughs> I think I come back to that vibe of sumo idea. Yeah. He has variable yep. vibe of sumo uh, readings. Yep. And it was low this it time. It was low. Around. Yeah. It was very low. Koto Echo, we're so happy for you. We have waited for this for a long time. Yeah, 8-7. Kachikoshi. Well done, mate. Chiono up against Tobizaru was next. It was a Chiono Mata. And then next, a Tobizaru meet and move to the left. He got the left hand on the belt, but Chiono broke it quickly. Bit of a lock-up head-to-head. Tobizaru landed the left hand on the belt again. It's so interesting to see Tobizaru go over and over again for the belt. There was a real slap when he landed it this time as well. He had some idea of what to do with it. He used it to take Chiona or around and out. He stayed low the whole time, Tobizaru. His head never left Chiona or's chest. Who knew such pushing power came from Tobizaru's head? He's finding some new sumo moves. Uh, he is. He finishes his basho at seven and eight. I think it's a very respectable score. Mm. We saw such positive sumo from him. I think the real question that Tobizaru poses is what's next? Yeah. Yeah. As you said, on the belt today, we've seen it a few times and he looks quite comfortable there, but he's never going to be a belt ricochet. Um, I don't maybe think he is. Maybe he is. A small belt guy. Yeah. And maybe there's such a thing. If there's anyone who can make that work, it's probably Tobizaru. But, you know, Maigashira 8, a 7 and 8, Given what we saw, I think uh, I have to frame this in what we've been talking about probably over the last six months is we we often say, how how does Tobizari get his wins? But I can come away from this basho going, I know how he does it. He's getting in close. He's getting on the belt. He's standing toe to toe with his uh, opponents and prevailing. Mm-hmm. Do you know today? I don't think he gave in by any means. He really put up a fight here. And at 4.11 as his finishing score, he will drop to Jurio. We've seen him come back up. I think he's going to fight really hard in Jurio to regain his Mokuchi position. But there's something missing from yeah. him at the moment. He, he didn't look comfortable, yep. this Basho, uh, compared to what we've seen him do in Jurio. The it's muscles a, it's a either work or, thing. or don't work for him. Yeah, yeah, very he's much so. He's so muscly. He's such a little unit, but uh, this time he couldn't put it to good use and he finishes at 4 and 11. 
The next bout of the day was Okanumi up against Endo. This wow. feels like a big bout to be happening in terms of scores. It feels a bit historic. It does. In, well, they're both coming into this 10 wins. Let's pop it early in the day. Why not? Endo, he drove forward confidently out of the touchy eye and he looked like he was going to finish this one quickly, but Okanumi, he had other plans. He fought himself off the bales and they locked up in the middle. But here, Endo cleverly exploited Okanumi's uh, next attack. Endo stepped back and he pulled down, sent Okanumi to the dirt, Iwatanage. I think this is what we would have expected from Endo this basho. Magashira 11. Uh, he had a bad time of it last time and now he's come back in what seems like to me, you never know with Endo, what seems like to me full form. <laughs> no oh, injuries at on. all. Stop, stop, stop. What is Endo full form? What is Endo anything? Yeah, true. Yeah, what is Endo at 50%? We put up a photo of him the other day on our Instagram stories. Oh, yeah, where where he where you met him and he was carrying oh, you that, in the kimono. That, that <laughs> I met him. He yeah. carried me. He was very cool. But also his uh, his interview, and I forgot to say that it was his Kajikoshi interview, and he's just so dour about it. Like everything he does, he doesn't give an indication for anything that goes right for him. And so at eleven four at Magashira eleven, I think for him, that's a a big win. A I big, think it's yeah. what he would have expected. So we're going to give him an honorary sumo manichi martini prize <laughs> just for doing good sumo. And I'm choosing right now to extend that to Okonomi as well. He lost today. He's 10-5, but I think he did really well. I'm also going to give him a sumo martini. Sumo <laughs> martini. Martini. Oh, I don't, I don't mind either of those ideas. That's our new podcast name. Sumo, Sumo Martini, Martini. My Nietzsche Prize. <laughs> <laughs> so this was the Martini matchup for yes. the final day. Yeah, great. And they both get them. <sighs> okay. Yeah, that's a joy. I love it. I love it. Great stuff. Okanumi finishes on 10 and 5, Endo 11 and 4. <laughs> Gagiyaki up against Teratsuyoshi. Sometimes a size difference just really stands out, and today with these two, it does. Kagiyaki's honestly about twice the size of Teretsuyoshi, and it's a bit like the big boy in the playground just slapping around a smaller kid. But the smaller kid, Teretsuyoshi, he's fast and fierce. They went around and around. Teretsuyoshi went very low, though. He went underneath Kagiyaki's body. Kagiyaki had a left-hand grip, Teretsuyoshi with the right. But then <laughs> I think Teretsuyoshi tried something like an Ura move, a Izori or something. He tried to flip Kagiyaki up. It didn't work, and he just got crushed down. Yoritoshi a win for Kagiyaki. Yeah, well, that was exactly my note on this one. Teretsuyoshi trying to channel that Ura 2017 energy. Yeah. Didn't work. No. Didn't go close. No. But signs of life. So so with that loss, it says to me, I'm doing small guy sumo. And that's been my issue with him, this Basho, is that his sumo hasn't had an identity. I don't mind it because he tried to do a move. He tried to do a move. Yep. Yeah. I don't mind if he tries to do a small guy move. I think it works. Uh, oh, yeah. Also. Like, I, I completely agree. But, like, at least it has some identity with this loss. Yep. yep. Totally agree. He's 5 and 10, though. He didn't find his sumo. He didn't do his uh, brand of sumo, I think, Terrence. I, I was particularly disappointed with what we saw from him, uh, this Basho. I'm a big fan, but I just felt like it 
It didn't speak to me this time around. I'm obsessed with the disruption to his routine of being in Terunofuji's party to do the Yokozuna Doya Iri. I just wonder whether there's something in that that has oh, impacted his sumo. Can I haven't I, seen anyone no, talk about it. I like it. I like it. I mean, can we look at um, sumo DB for answers? Can we find <laughs> I just that think Terunof- Terunofuji Yoshi... He has committed to the massive salt throw. He does a very yeah. specific ritual before his bouts. He's obviously someone who likes his own sumo in his own world to be made <laughs> part of someone else's oh God, sumo okay. story. I don't know. There's something there. That's but, very, very complicated. Yeah. I wonder whether he's been impacted in his own um Set up yeah, for okay. this basho yeah. with Turner Fuji's. Well, setup. look, I've got to say, like when I've seen him throw, what is it, one point one kilograms of salt in the air every time, mm. it feels like he's going through the motions. Is he? I mean, it's like he's shackled to this yeah. routine. Yeah, yeah. I maybe mean, maybe he needs to reevaluate. Yeah, or... yeah. He needs to come out and just go throw a little bit of salt. I wonder. And now it's about the sumo. I think he's having a. A life crisis. I, I agree. I completely agree. <laughs> that might be too much, but at five and ten at Magashira seven, why wouldn't you have you're a having, life crisis? You're having some kind of crisis. Kagiyaki, look, with this win, it takes him to seven and eight. He probably won't move anywhere. No, he'll go probably up. Probably being Kagiyaki, he'll move up about four places. So and we're, he we're, is absolutely fine. We're saying that because Kagiyaki, if you go back and look at his records. Banzuke luck. Yeah, he has been treated very, very kindly in the Banzuke. So I would expect Magashira 14 next time. Totally. Next bout of the day, Ura up against Ichiyamamoto. Uh, nothing to play for here. Both Rikishi coming in with a losing record. Ura, he didn't have to do too much out of the ordinary here. He started off the long run up, let Ichiyamamoto come forward towards him at the touchy eye. Ura let Ichiyamamoto take some space, but then came back hard, stayed low completely underneath Ichiyamamoto attacks and he just drove Ichiyamamoto over the bales. This is this uh, 90 degree hip style that Ura has completely working today. I would have loved to think that Ichiyamamoto had an answer for Ura at some point. I mean, I don't want to see Ura lose, but I like to see good bouts, Um, but not at this point. And Ichiyamamoto, he'll be dropping to Jurio. That's okay. He can reevaluate. He can come back. Oh up. man, I I did not enjoy watching his reaction to the losses, though. Yeah, he was but, angry. He yeah, was frustrated. yeah, he was frustrated. Uh, I felt that he wasn't learning anything from I the losses. I think he was. I think he is. Uh, Do you day think the anger means that he he doesn't evaluate it fairly? Yeah. Well, look, I don't know what his tape watching regime is, but you know. <laughs> I think we see Rikishi who go out there and lose and, and they go so much to learn from this. I didn't feel that with with Ichiyamamoto this time around. That said, at 4.11, he's got a lot to a lot of uh, source material yeah. for his learning. <laughs> That's right. He's got a lot of tapes to watch. Ura, though, for Ura fans. Yeah. Seven and eight to finish at Maegashira six. He's not going anywhere. But how do you, I mean, how do we evaluate this performance at Maegashira six? I think we don't. I think we wait until <laughs> November. We wait until Fukuoka. Yeah, and we right. We see how he does then. That's the joy of Ura. You just discard the 
uh, what's happened and you look towards the future. Well, you got out of that very cleanly, <laughs> I've got to <laughs> Thank say. Thank you. <laughs> Toshin up against Takara Fuji next, and this is a 7-7 seven, seven bout. They go body to body, their shoulders slamming together. Then it's a fight for position. Tochinoshin tries to pull Takara Fuji down, but it was a big ask and it just allowed Takara Fuji to get on the belt. And from there, it was a done deal. Tochinoshin was out. That's his Makakoshi. But the good news, it's a Takara Fuji Katsukoshi. Yeah. And look, I mean, it was very obvious when you saw Takara Fuji get on the belt, he was thinking of his two sons. He was, he was like, how do I finish this off? Go home, look my boys in the eye, yep. wrap this boy up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's actually the two sons that got him that win today. Yeah. W- what a test for Tucker Fuji. I mean, this was great programming, I've got to say. I know they will put the 7-7 seven, seven people together, but Tochinoshin and Tucker Fuji, what a treat. Yeah, battle of the hearts. Tochinoshin... I have been critical of him in the past. But to get to seven and eight, yeah. it was good work from yeah. him. He continues to impress me. And yeah. I think I'm more impressed now than when he was at Ozeki. Yeah, I, I think he's very his fight, the fight that he puts in, like yeah. he is just not going to go out easy. I really, really admire that. Uh, Takara Fuji, Kachikoshi, congratulations. Solid effort day in, day out. That's why we call him the businessman. He does the business. Next bout of the day, Chiyashoma, Tokushoryu. This was a hanker. It was. Chiyashoma hankered, Tokushoryu went down to the ground. How, how, did, wow. you, how did you feel about it? We've talked so much about hankers I know, this time I around. know why. I don't. I don't want to talk about it again. Well, you don't want to, but I do. (laughs) So, okay. So this hanker has launched an idea. It's a project. Is it the hanker token system? (laughs) No. No. Well, no, it's. You're committed to the hanker cause. Yeah. It's going to run parallel to the hanker token project. Okay. Uh, This is the retrospective hanker database project. Okay. (laughs) And uh, like, look, all I'm asking for is a statistical review. We're going to crowdsource this and I'm not being unreasonable. We just go back to 1884 (laughs) because I I feel that's kind of the turning point. It's where, you know, the Meiji era had kicked in enough that the emperor at the time had said, let's restore the standing of sumo. It's going to be difficult. And I know that we don't have video or photo evidence of a lot of these bouts, but there are paintings. Oh. There are stories that have been handed down from generations. You're looking for hanker paintings. They must be out there. There are scrolls. So are you looking for when the hanker has been initiated? Oh, hang on. All I'm saying is that we need to, we need to, as a team, as a culture, as a society, Mm -hmm. we need to go to Sumo DB, go, let's make this hanker kimarete a thing. Yeah. Let's really get the data. And really get the data. We go back, we talk to the grandchildren of grandchildren. Go, tell me about the stories. Have you ever seen a man jump to his left exactly, and all right? Exactly, exactly. And those stories are there. They're part of the the oral culture of sumo. Have you ever felt disappointed in yeah. a sumo about that you were otherwise looking forward to? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did, your, did your grandmother's grandmother ever talk about a dog act? <laughs> 
And look, I'm not saying we, we're going to get this right, but I think if we just start piecing it together, mm-hmm. we could, we could build a repository of knowledge about hankers. I feel it's the, the hidden side of sumo. But if we aren't brave enough to say that today with mm. this absolute dog act of Chiyashoma, <laughs> if, we, if this isn't the time to do it, when is it? Chiyashoma, how on earth did he get to Maegashira 5? <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back well, and see Well, there are paintings and scrolls about that. Well, who's painted Chiyashoma hankering? If you uh. have... Get out of here or, or send it to me because I want to put it up online as part of our <laughs> Well, look, Instagram I mean, stories. in all seriousness, what the hell was this? It, it wasn't pleasant and Tokushoryu, he should know that he's a prime candidate for this. Oh. He should know. Don't no, apologise. No, no, no. Okay. Okay. No. I'll stop you here because <laughs> Tokushoryu, he doesn't watch and he gets mm. rolled down all the time. He needs yeah, to watch. okay. okay. He's on day 15. He's like, I'm tired. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going out of Makuchi. <laughs> 10. I'm tired. Yeah. I don't care if I go 4.11. He should care. But he didn't. He got rolled down. This might seem like victim blaming. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. Victim shaming. Victim shaming. <laughs> Tokashori, he finishes at 4.11. He will be down in Jurio yet again. Yes. In Fukuoka in November and Chiyoshima. With that win, I'm going to call it a win. Oh, God damn. <laughs> he is five and ten. But this is day one of Project Hanker. Okay. We can do it. Let's do it. Let's look back in the paintings. <laughs> Tamawashi, he was up next against Onosho. Now, we haven't even touched on the special prizes yet. They're a bit of a disaster, yeah. to be honest, yep. I think. So Anosho, he will be given the Kanto Show if win. He's on 10 wins coming into this. Yep. What do you need to do? Well, well 11 wins. Let's talk about the Kanto Show. It's the Fighting Spirit Prize. Has, what does that mean? Number one. Well, great question. <laughs> and has Anosho shown that? I think, yes, he's uh, changed his technique enough that he has come back from some very difficult. Um, Basho, where he's been really down and out. So is it a psychological thing? I think for Anosho, yes. And if that's the case, don't make it if win. Because that just messes his psychological um, feeling up all over again. Have some courage to say he's done it. Just give it to him. Or do the awards after it. Don't mess him around again by saying if you get one more win. Because Tamawashi, he absolutely blows Anosho away. Yeah. He takes him backwards very decisively. It's a tsukidashi win to Tamawashi. Onosho, he doesn't win. No kantosho for Onosho. That's even worse than promising him an award. I I agree. I mean, he walks away on the final day of this basho going, I missed out on something. Yeah. No, you're walking away at 10-5. Yeah. You've done a great job, but you feel like you haven't because they didn't if win. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm really well, no, down is... on the awards this time around. Yeah, well, this well... is only the first of many. <laughs> many. Yeah, well, well, we'll get into that later. But Onosho finishes on ten and five, a spectacular. Yes. Basho for him at Maegashira six. Tamawashi at Maegashira four, six and nine. Wakataka Kage up next against Chiyonokuni. This one was a non-event. Out of the touchy eye, they met. 
both traded a few thrusting attacks before Chinakuni lost his footing here and crashed to the dirt. This broke my heart. Yeah. I think Chinakuni slipped, really. Yeah, I know it was given a Tsukiyotoshi and not the <laughs> Gimarite where he actually slipped like it was yesterday, but I think he, he did have a bit of a um, yeah. on weird the, movement here. On the replay, you saw Wakataka Kage's left hand going across the shoulder, but, it, I mean, it was there because Chinakuni's feet went from under him. Yeah, I didn't really have any problem with, with this bout. My oh, hang on. three against 17. Don't you have a problem with this bout? I have a problem with this bout. I'd like to talk about it. Gina Cooney is a, it now finishes on 9-6. Okay. He could have finished on 10-5. <laughs> he slipped over. It's fine. Yeah, I know. It's all right. I know, There's I know. nothing bad with this. I know you want to reduce it to that. but This is his first Makuchi Kachikoshi since May 2018. I suggest I'm going to give you that as a thank you as a good feeling. I appreciate that. Just I let it surround it. your face. Thank you. Mm. It's around my face. I love it. Let's move on. Great. <laughs> Wakataka Kage, he finishes at Magashira 3. That's pretty nine good. 9 and 6. It's great news for him. Yeah. Like, let's remember who he's up against and uh, what great What happened things... before? Well, the bad times. Yeah, the exactly. Bad times well, great things can come now in the forward times. Gianna <laughs> yeah. Kuni, he finishes as well at Magashira 17. At 9 and 6, it's fine. Chiamaru. At Magashira 16, up against Kiribayama, Magashira 2. All right, can we just take a moment Just here? love it. I mean, sometimes the programming says we're going to appreciate greatness. Yep. We're going to put a Magashira 16 who deserves to be here up against a potential future champion mm-hmm. because we love sumo. Mm-hmm. I love this. Chiamari, yeah. Kiribayama. Why wouldn't you want to see this? Kiribayama got straight on the belt with the left hand. Chiamari, he tried to lock up Kiribayama's right hand and then he snuck a try for his own belt grip, but Kiribayama forced him back onto the Tawara and then fully picks Chiamari up and deposits him on the wrong side of the Tawara. It's a tsuridashi win for Kiribayama. Yeah. Okay. The lift. That's fine. Yeah, well, I mean, he generated a lot of power to... Lift up Mr. Sumo over the bales there. A, a, a great finish for Kiribayama, a very honest finish. Yep. Which I'll say. Uh, Chiamaru finishes on eight and seven at Maigashira 16. We'll see him at the top division next time. Yay. I didn't have a lot of, uh, no, Kiribayama. We've spoken about it a few, t- a few times this Basho, but good to see him just doing Sumo today. Yeah, yeah. It did a lot to restore my faith in him today. And I've said that on the public record that there will need to be quite a lot done. And he's really <laughs> making his way back for that. And I think he appreciates it. I saw Kintimiyama in his, uh, if you're not signed up for Kintimiyama's email, um, Sumo email, then you should be. And if you don't know what that means, let me know and I'll, <laughs> I'll hook you up. Um, he said that Kiribayama in his post about interview yesterday acknowledge the, you know, going forward and doing proper sumo. Like he knows when he's doing good sumo. Does that make it worse? Uh, Gosh, I don't know. That's a big question. I think it makes it worse because he's he's aware of it. Yeah. Yeah. But good sumo from him today. He's nine and six at Maigashira too. 
He'll probably – that will probably – will that take him to uh, – oh, I can't think on, of it today. Hang on. Yeah, I know. I know. It makes a very compelling argument for Sanyaku promotion, but it will depend on what's going on up there. We have to talk about a couple more bouts. We certainly right do. Right now. Chimaru, eight and seven. Yep. Happy with that. The next bout of the day was another Nana Shaw, Nana High, a 7-7 seven, seven matchup against – Shimano Umi and Takanosho. Takanosho looked good out of the touchy eye, but Shimano Umi responded by burrowing in, driving Takanosho back. And while controlling his forward momentum, tr- just drove Takanosho over the bales. I was not expecting this bout to go this way. No, totally. Makakoshi. Takanosho. Well, th- I mean, Takanosho should have won this. He absolutely should. Shimano Umi got his 300th career win yesterday. Did he really? Yeah. Knew about that milestone, but it's tough, I reckon, to come up against Shimano Umi on day 15 because he really can come out with a lot of options. I I think you're exactly right. And that's why Shimano Umi is such a great ricochet in in Makuchi because any day he could compete against anyone. Yeah. And... I mean, going against Takanosho, ex-Sekiwake, he doesn't care. I think this is a big loss for Takanosho because he would have maybe challenged for that Komasubi position of Takiyasu, who obviously will drop out of that. And now I think, having just mentioned Kiribayama before at nine and six, I think this has just gifted on a silver platter the Komasubi position to, to Kiribayama? Because I think Takanosho would be of the mindset of, I've slipped out of Sanyaku, I'll, I'll go straight back in. Mm. But he has some work to do. He does. This is a situation where we say, you know, you need to take some time to come up and, you know, Takanosho might need to take his time. But I don't I don't agree with that here. I think Takanosho does have the skill for Sanyaku and I Personally, I'm going to admit that I can't quite admit why it's not working for him. Yeah. Yeah, great point. When you see him win, he looks so it's comprehensive. so decisive. Yeah, it's yeah. so decisive. Yeah. And, you know, we saw him at Sekiwake do that sumo. I mean, he would get 8-7, yeah. 9-6. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, these are the bouts he should be winning. Yeah, I don't know what's happening with him here. We're gonna. It's gonna be a really interesting journey from him from now on. At Magashira one at seven and eight, he'll you know I guess he'll go down to two or stay at one, and yeah, we'll get to see what happens. If you're a Takanosha fan, Gambare, he'll have uh, good times to come ahead. I'm sure. Let's go, Knob Dog. Yeah, <laughs> Shimanomi at Magashira seven. I mean, good times. That's his Kachikoshi. Great. We work. didn't really give him credit for that, but here it is. Credit. Credit. Hoshori came up next against Hidna Umi. Hoshori, the other Magashira one. Hidna Umi, Magashira nine, both with belt holds and both going for the belt throws. It was an absolutely excellent day 15 back and forth. That surprisingly, Hidna Umi won with an absolute chuck, which is a throw in Australia, <laughs> of Hoshori across the doyo. Would have expected Hoshori to triumph in this situation, but. Hidnomi, he's just a dark horse, isn't he? Oh, great way to say it. He is a dark horse. He is out there selling tickets. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like, like I have to say, I'm a big fan. I have yep. to admit that. But he's just low-key, solid. 
matched it with Hoshoryu today. Well, more than matched it. He he did his style of sumo. And it was an interesting kimarite. It was makiotoshi, which is the twist of the opponent's off-balance body down to the doyo without grasping the moashi, a twist down. Oh, hell which yeah. sounds like it should happen more often, but we we really don't see that kimarite. No, it, it's not a very common kimarite. But Hidenumi, he's a student of sumo. And look, I've got to say seven and eight. At Maegashira 9, we say that 7 and 8 is the new 8 and 7. We can't officially. <laughs> it's Makakoshi <laughs> still for him. But good signs and great to see him yep. maintain uh, his position in Makuchi. Hoshoryu at Maegashira 1. I'm a bit disappointed only because uh, injury and sickness. I'm not sure what it was with Hoshori this time around. I think it was injury. Yeah, it was a fever. No, it, was it was a fever. A fever. Yeah. yeah. So he finishes on five wins, eight losses and two days off. But it's, but I don't think you can easily say um, it was a bad performance. No, his wins are spectacular. He's got a lot of moves. Yeah. He'll come back. Yeah. This I, was I think, his highest rank. It's exactly. Maegashira won. It's, a, it's a, an insanely high rank for him. This is a bump in the road. He'll drop a little bit. He'll be back. Yeah. Future champion. Let's move on. The next bout of the day was Maegashira for Daesho up against Komasubi Ichinojo. Daesho came out, forced Ichinojo to slide a long way back. And really from here, there was no chance for Ichinojo to fight back. Daesho followed up, took him over the bales, Oshidashi. Bit of a surprise here, but uh, understandable. From Daesho, he gets the Shukonsho, the Outstanding Performance Prize. And it wasn't if win, he got it either way. So, okay. How do you feel about that? Well, when I thought about whether he had Outstanding Performance, I wondered <laughs> whether they were just trying to back up his Yusho win oh, with a little bit of... right. Um, yes, he actually is a Rikishi who was worth winning... The U show then? So it's like a branding exercise. Well, maybe for the JS for the JSA. Because they've had someone win who was a real surprise. And now they're trying to be like Yeah. He actually is good. But then I actually thought about it a little bit deeper. And I thought <laughs> a lot of people have <laughs> sussed him out since then. Yeah, that's well that's he's had very a terrible true. time. And he has come back. So maybe this 10-5 actually is more than I'm thinking of it as. You know what well, I mean? Look, and the other thing you have to say, he's one of the few people who have beat Terunofuji, this basho. Yeah. Well, that has to play into it, right? I, I think absolutely. Yep. So Daesho and Meisei so far have beat Terunofuji and yeah. that's really huge. If that is an outstanding performance, I don't know what is. <laughs> but I think it's great news for Daesho. I think he really suffered after that Yusho. Wow. It uh, looked like people had totally sussed him out and now he's come back. Yeah. I mean, it's a very, very interesting story to follow. And my guess you're a four, a ten and five. He's knocking on the door. He mightn't be let in, but he's knocking on the door. <laughs> he is. Ichi Nojo, though, a little bit disappointing. He got his kachikoshi, though, so he should stay. At Komasubi. Yeah. I mean, yes. 8-7, he stays there. It's been fascinating to watch him during this basho, though. Well, maybe he'll uh, take a step up, depending on what happens next with Meisei. True. 8-7 might be enough. But, like, I think overall, 
I've seen very, very positive sumo from Ichi yep. Nojo this time totally. around. Couldn't do it today. Finishes on eight and seven at Komasubi. It's all good. Miyogiryu up against Sekiweke Meisei. We were so pleased with this programming. The option, the other option was for Miyogiryu to fight Terunofuji. I like that they went with tradition and put Terunofuji up against Shodai the Ozeki. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. And Miyogiryu, he, if he wins, he possibly has a Yusho chance, but he's up against seven and seven. Well, Sekiweke Meisei. <laughs> And so for Meisei, a loss here means he loses his Sekiwake status. Yep. High stakes for Meisei. A real hush in the crowd. I think that they knew the deal, actually. For we once. Loved, yeah, <laughs> we absolutely loved this programming and so did they. A loud slam together at the touchy eye. And then they stuck together. Meisei obviously feeling the slap down potential here. He felt it in the body of his opponent. Dances to his right and actually was able to slap Miyogiryu down. It was very quick. I think it was a little bit disappointing, the quality of this bout. Yeah, I mean, but that's the way it goes, isn't it? In sumo, like, Meisei, Miyogiryu, they have very similar styles. They have very similar intensity. Mm -hmm. Everything is on the line here. These are the bouts that you go, ah, I felt nothing. Well, people who are massive Terunofuji fans, us included, felt a lot because... This Hans Turner Fuji, yeah. his first Yusho as a Yokozuna, his fifth Yusho in total. And also very important, Meisei gets his Kachikoshi, which we spoke about before, which is actually huge. Miyogiri. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, yeah. have to, I have to say, I felt nothing. Yeah. But then I was like, ah, Turner Fuji got the Yusho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, Meisei stays It was such a weird bout, wasn't it? It was, because well. It, Decided so much. So much. But it wasn't really a yeah. high-quality bout. Yeah. In, in, like, given what both of these Rikishi bring to a bout, it, it, it was a bit of a letdown. Mm. And then all of these things flowed out of it. Well, the other thing that flowed out of it was that Miyogiryu didn't get the Kanto show. So... <laughs> it's, I mean, that's the outrageous. The Fighting Spirit Prize, yep. he was given if win, which he didn't win. So... Let's just really state this. Miyogiryu didn't get the Fighting Spirit Prize for going 11 and 4 at Maegashira 10, but he did get the Ginosho, the Technique Prize. This is his sixth time at winning that. I mean that. He's not really a Technique guy. No, he's not a Technique guy. And that's fine. I mean, how hard do you have to fight? I think the JSA yeah, I mean, prize guys, and we know that it's not actually the JSA. There's a committee who do the prize. Yeah. I think they've vagued out this time around. They I were like, c- oh, do we have to? Oh, we forgot. Oh, Mio Giddy, he seems to be going, well, maybe we'll do yeah. this and this. And they're like, oh, maybe you could. And they're like, no, no, this is what we want. Yeah. But they're wrong. I agree. Mio Giddy, in my opinion, he should have got the Kanto show. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ginosho should have gone maybe to no one. It didn't really happen this time around. Yeah, I agree. I feel like they they were narrow in some respects and and too wide in other respects. Mm. I mean, Endo should have got one. Onosho should have got one. Shouldn't have been if win. And Miyogiro should have got Kantosho. Okay, this is the brave shit that you need to say on this <laughs> podcast because I completely agree. I've said it. No one else is brave enough to say that. <laughs> Everyone's saying it. (laughs) (laughs) 
It was such a weird business. Uh, yeah. the, it was. The special prizes this didn't time feel around. very aspirational. No. Like it didn't feel like kids get out there mm. a- and do your sumo. Mm-hmm. And like these prizes need to give kids something to aim for. Yeah. So as we said before, this hands turn a Fuji his you show, but we're going to keep going with yeah, our we'll bouts keep going. and yeah. we'll, we'll yeah. give him the accolades at the end. Okay. Sekiwake Mitakumi up against Ozeki Takakesho. Both of these rikishi have their kachikoshi, maintain their ranks. Mitakumi came forward at great speed and just blew Takakesho over the bales. This was blink and you miss it sumo. How do you see this? Yeah, I thought maybe Takakesho didn't want to risk an injury today. He's already got his kachikoshi. He's already got rid of the kataban stink. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean. If he won, then great. But he didn't want to risk anyone pinching a nerve in the back yeah. of his neck again or whacking him <laughs> no. in the wrong place. This was to not take really him out sumo. Of November. It wasn't really. No. Mitakumi, he got the win to take him to nine and six at Sekiwake. Uh, that, I wouldn't really call that a win, but we'll rack it up anyway. Ozeki Takakesho, eight and seven. As you said, this wasn't really an important bout. You no, know, it wasn't. And I, I felt like it was a, like a, an unbecoming way for him to end this basho. Takakesho. Yeah, Takakesho. I, I think we've seen great sumo, mm-hmm. great fight from him, uh, really upholding that Ozeki status. But today just felt like a bit of a training bout. I think where... it was clever. Yeah, yeah, it was clever. I think it was clever because if he injured himself today, he's out again. He's in trouble. I think he should have just played it safe. I think that's yeah, absolutely fine. Yeah, but you know fine. what? I don't love this sport and I use the, sp- the word sport very loosely because it's not really a sport. It's a cultural, um, it's a sport. It's a, I mean, it's sport in a sense, but I want to see Takakesho going out there and winning it. I don't want to see a half-hearted mm. effort. And I think that's part of being Ozeki. I think you're underestimating his problems at the moment. I think yeah, he, maybe we saw it at the start of this basho when he wouldn't go out and commit him self yeah. to a full fight. He did that a couple of times. He did it enough times to get his kachikoshi. I, I just don't think he should do it again. I mean, this might be what I'm saying now might be an ongoing problem that might lead him to drop out of the sport because if he can't commit himself, like if this neck, you know. Oh, the nerve issue. But nerve issue is, is something look, that keeps going. Then uh, he, he has to finish. Yeah, true, true, true. But Mitakumi is an easy beat. No, he's not. <laughs> Come on. Right. He can beat him any no, day of the final week anyway. Of the day. Yeah, right, right. Ozeki Shodai up against Yokozuna Teranofuji. Teranofuji, he has won the Yusho. It is just so impressive. But yet he has to stand up on the Doyo and face Shodai. <laughs> and he does. With the power of knowing he's already won the Yusho, he slaps the left hand straight on Shodai's Mawashi and takes him out. It's Yusho for ta- Teranofuji. Shodai ends up at seven, eight and seven. Yeah. Very important. Yeah. He's got his kachikoshi. Teranofuji finishes at 13 and yeah, two. two. Beaten by Meisei and Daisho, which tells me that the chaos is the best way to chaos beat him. Chaos is the key. Let's not worry about that now. It's his Yusho. Yeah. I mean, Terunofuji, this is the true fairy tale. Very, very few uh, Shin Yokozuna or, you know, New Yokozuna have won their first mm. 
have won a Yusho in their first Basho at that rank. Kisna Sato did it. Yeah, because he's to, a legend. Because he's a legend. But you have to go a long way back. And I haven't gone that far back uh, to find another Rikishi who has done that. Terunofuji, with this win, pencils himself in the history books as one of the greats. Yeah. Well, Hakoho didn't do it. Hakoho didn't, yep. Harimafuji didn't do it and Kakriyu didn't do it. Mm. Uh, who was the other guy? Well, you said Takanohana did. He did, yeah. But, I mean, that's that's quite a long time ago. Yeah. Yep. So that's in the 90s. In the 90s. But the 90s, even though we don't want to admit that, it's quite a long time ago. It is quite a long time ago. <laughs> it's huge for Terano Fuji to do this. Yeah. Obviously, the big card is that uh, Hakuho was out. Hakuho beat him in the in the last basho in July. That's fine. We would love to see now. Yeah. A fight between Absolutely. Hakuho and Terano Fuji. We may never see it. Ah, well, that's interesting. But Terno Fiji has taken on the other two Ozeki, everyone else who has put up amazing fights against him. And to be honest, we've seen some great ones. I mean, we've rated yeah, the fights yeah, up yeah. to 4.5. There's some great <laughs> ones. I, Tamawashi springs to mind. Um, yeah. But look, I mean, let's look at the lay of the land here. Yokozuna and Terno Fiji wins the Yu Show. He was, both Ozeki finish on eight and seven. Mm. He's so far out in front. Yeah, he's so far ahead of these two. Uh, he's almost less ahead of some of the other, some of the other Sanyaku and the other, like even the top of Magashira, the Ozeki. They've just got real problems at the moment. Let's talk about Ternofuji's history. He won his first Yusho in the old days in May 2015. That was the first one that we saw. That, that was, was in what, black and white. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Totally. It uh, helped us uh, with our love of sumo. We saw him him win when he was Sekiwake. This cemented his first promotion to Ozeki. Then 2017, 2018, 2019, they were his injury years when he dropped down, as we know, and came back from wow. Johnny Dunn. We've heard that many times. His second year show was from Magashira 17. In January yeah. 2020, just before everything Pre-pandemic. changed wow, in the world. Yeah. And then March and May this year, he got two my issues. This is his fifth yeah, Yusho turn of Fiji. I know. I think that was the thing that really washed over me today was to say he's one of the greats. Yeah, and four of them were with the knees. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, the knees are part of him now. The knees are part well, of him. Well, some would right. say the knees have always been part of him. Mm. But to see that, and, you know, for us with our journey in sumo, to see that whole um, success, the injury, the three-year comeback, I mean, it feels like a this beautiful cycle. Yeah. And to see him to rise up, not to Ozeki, but to Yokozuna. But I think that's testimony to how great... Terno Fuji is. I think it actually means that everybody is on board with him winning the Yusho and therefore we don't need to talk about it. I mean, yes, me or Gideon or somebody could have come in from the side and created some problems for him, but we have just enjoyed his sumo so much that it's not a huge uh, showy thing. It's just a yeah. really solid win for Terno Fuji. Well, such a great point. And he's said... I'm a Yokozuna. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. for, for a new Yokozuna like this to go, I'm taking the basho, it's not going to be a big deal. 
showed very little emotion. I, I felt like he's in the right spot. Yeah. And, you know, as, as Hakuhol, well, when's the next Olympics? Who knows when Hakuhol's going <laughs> to retire? But yeah. the Yokozuna um, place is in very, very good hands with Terunofuji. Yeah. Well, that leaves a real question as to what's going to happen in no- November. There are so many questions. That's what we love about sumo. What will we see about Hokuseho? What will Hakuho do? Chinakuni. <laughs> will Chinakuni be? <laughs> sure. Sure, die. I'm going to sure bring die. him well, up here. Well, actually, I think that the Ozeki ranks yeah. will be a big, big thing. If both Ozeki fail, what's going to happen? Yeah, I know. I know. You have to have Ozeki ranks and you have to have a Yokozuna. You have to have a Yokozuna. I think the Ozeki ranks is where the story is going to be in the end of this year and in 2022 because that and the top of the Magashira ranks. Yeah, I know, I know, but there there are a lot of Rikishi who are, who are there ready to step up to that oh, sure position. You. Well, I, I mean, you know, he had a bit of a Ichinojo. stumble there. <laughs> well, Ichinojo is actually Maisei. proving himself to be a good Sanyaku mm. Rikishi. I mean, that Sekiwake rank. Mitakumi's there, he's probably not going to move. Meisei stays there. Mm. Look, we're getting lost in the vortex, but <laughs> what we mean is we're very excited about the November Pasho. Oh, I was talking about the future oh, of the, sumo. Oh, the future yeah. five-year plan. Yeah. Hidenumi's son apparently is very aggressive in kindergarten. <laughs> oh, that would be nice. No, that's the, I mean, apparently that's a, a flag. For... Once we start seeing the kids of the Rikishi we know now coming up, we know we're cemented in sumo <laughs> and no one can ever displace us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, we've had a great time on day 15 and we've had a great time this whole Akibasho. So yeah. we should say thank you to um, so many people, <laughs> everyone who um, we get our, you know, information from on on Twitter and in other places and people who just really spread the good word of sumo. Yeah. I mean, we're blessed with this community of people who who come to the sport and come to our coverage with just such a, a generous spirit. Mm. You know, we're in, we're in Melbourne, we're 239 days in lockdown. Uh, Having sumo has been such a big deal for us and being surrounded by people who are only positive make doing this such a joy. Mm. Thanks to to Ben and Tim who are in Melbourne as well with us and we hope you guys are going all right in lockdown. Uh, Thanks to Hakioi Sumo and Sumo Follower and Sumo Soul and Kintamiyama and Nato Sumo and Mbovo. Who knows what you're doing at the moment, but we think it's good things. (laughs) And we should say um, uh, a big thanks to our other Western Sumo podcast friends, Sumo Kaboom, Grand Sumo Breakdown. Yep. We are going to bring sumo to the West, yep. whether JSA <laughs> like it or not, and we thank you for your efforts and coverage. Yep. We've had a really good time this basho, and thanks for listening. If you feel like it, give us a rating on the old Apple podcast. I don't know how it works. Give us a five star. Why not? If you're feeling good tonight or today or whenever you're listening to this, hop on Apple Podcasts. It's the only place you can rate us. Okay, really? So Spotify, no ratings. If you listen on Spotify, just hop over to Apple anyway. Give us a little. Log in. Rate and review. Yeah. I don't know. 
It helps. Hey, we're open to criticism. Yep. Sometimes we get on the sports charts in Bulgaria. <laughs> <laughs> no jokes. We actually do. We do. We'll see you next time. We'll see you in November. I'm Amy. I'm Dave. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.